0: Hey, I'm Elsa Akison and you're listening to the Us People podcast with Savia Rocks.
1: guys and welcome to another episode of the ask people podcast i'm your host Xavier rocks and today i'm humbled to have elsa here who is an artist elsa welcome to the ask people podcast how are
0: you thank you so much for having me and uh, i'm well thank you how are you yeah i'm
1: not too bad had a long day but it's even better now that i'm here <laughs> thank you so much <laughs> so let me get into my first question for you the first question I always ask people is a little bit about their life and their background. So also, could you tell us a little bit about your background of where you grew up and how that influenced you into art?
0: Yes, yeah, so I grew up uh, in Madagascar, born and raised there. Um, I then went to boarding school in Switzerland. I moved to the UK as well, moved to Spain for university to study business, not art actually. And, um, and that then led me to uh, following my passion, strangely enough. <laughs> well, what made you jump out of,
1: say, for instance, business and then jump into art?
0: So um, it all actually started when I was in boarding school at the age of around 16, um, when my art teacher um, sort of pushed me to start painting. And at that point I wasn't very great at painting but um he he really pushed me to my limits and I I enjoyed painting the subject matters I was I, I was doing at that time um and then and then after that I uh in university I, I continued painting in my free time but I wasn't uh I I never thought of it as as a career, I just thought of it as a side passion. But um, I think with time when you focus on something for a very long time, um, you when you when you discover uh, a talent and a passion for something that you love, um, sooner or later, that passion speaks louder than your words. And I think that's what happened for me. So I was I was studying business but all I really wanted to do was to stay home and paint and create art. And well sooner or later that that feeling and that passion grew stronger every day. And um it it, it led me to decide to to then focus my entire uh career on, on that. Yeah.
1: yeah, I remember you saying to me a little while ago that you had other friends or, or members. I don't know if you were studying art, but you said that they never went on to carry on doing art.
0: Yeah. so um, since I was a little girl, I actually always wanted to be good at art, but I never was. Oh. <laughs> so in, uh, in high school, as a little girl as well, when I was... You know, maybe four, f- four, five, nine, ten years old. Um, I had my classmates who were so good at art, and even even throughout high school, I had classmates that were so good at art, yeah. and I really aspired to be that good in art, as good as they were. And um, and no matter how how much effort I put in my art, I just for some reason I never won the art awards um and uh and so so a career in the arts as a when I was young wasn't wasn't something I ever thought of um and my classmates um who loved art and who were so good at art and who kept on winning these awards and prizes they actually um Never pursued a career in the arts, whereas me, who someone who was very bad at art, and then um, who only discovered a passion in art in university, um, turned out to to build a successful and successful career in the arts as yeah. an artist, and and I grew I grew talent. Um, at a late stage in my life so I think that that just shows that you should never lose hope yeah, <laughs> um, if you if you don't if you're not talented at a young age talent will come with time at a later age and that's really what happened with me see I love that story but you're
1: still very uh, you're still very young See, so to me, I still feel like you found your talent at a young age. Or do you feel like people find their talent even younger than you? Is that what you mean? Because when you said to me, you said that you were quite older compared to everybody else who found their talent. But to me, I see you are still very young and with a prosperous future ahead of you.
0: Yes, a lot of people tell me that um, I'm... uh, I... I have the talent of someone that's way more mature than my age. So when you look at my art, you would think it's someone that is um, that's had 20 years experience in the arts, who's painted the paintings I have. Um, I'm 23. Exactly. Yeah. And um, and I mean, I've I've developed the talent I have on my own. I'm self-taught. Um it's just I devote a lot of time to what I do, and I think when you have so much uh when you have deter- determination and um when you're motivated to to become something and and your passion is so strong and that and when you i mean if you don't give up you will if you with the determination you will end up being um where you want to be. And um, my other classmates, I mean, a lot, of, a lot of young people, I think, um, are not so sure of w- what they want to do in the future. Yeah. Um, I, I thought I wanted to do business, and I only decided I wanted to do art whilst I was studying business. How, how is it dropping
1: out of business and going into art?
0: So dropping out of uh, business school, I was I had done two years. Um, and so my my mother was very supportive. Um, my family was very supportive. I did, however, have um, a few people who were very close to me who weren't supportive. They told me, um, well, you know you've done two years already of business. Why don't you just finish?" Yes I had a few um I had a few friends and a few people who were close to me who didn't support me yeah for my decision to change they said you've devoted already two years to um, studying business, so why don't you just f- finish your degree and then do art later on but again um i I knew I had a strong passion I was good in business school i I was having good grades but Um, when you feel something is not for you and you feel there is a better fit waiting for you. Yeah. And when you know that not only you have the passion, but you know you have the talent. Yeah. Then, I mean, you have the clear signs. So, So you need to block out any negative commentary. You need to block out any um
1: negativity um, i would say i would say is the main one to block out
0: yes exactly and just if you as the the most important thing is if you believe in yourself if you believe in yourself then that that's the only um that that is the only confirmation you need yeah. You don't need anyone else's confirmation. You don't need anyone else's
1: confirmation. Yeah. What role do you feel artists have in society today?
0: So, artists for me play uh, two, they play as two roles. They play uh, they have the role of a communicator. So, they they use their their talent and their passion for art to communicate different types of um feelings emotions um um messages uh any any type of communication they have inside that they want to bring out so they firstly ask act as a communicator and secondly they act as an artist in the in its simplest form which is to create something um that is aesthetically pleasing to the viewers um visually and internally. Um, and and I think that it's important as artists to use our, our voices that we have because we do have a voice that um, not everyone in society has. And I think it's important to use that voice in the right way, to spread the right messages. And I, in, for example, me in my art, I try to spread positivity throughout my art I try to spread good energy, um, happiness, and awareness also. You do, I think in
1: your art, you also, the colors you use within your art, because I've been very humbled to be able to see your art in its purest of form. And I must say that for me, it resonates with me because of the colors. And I think that is such a beautiful thing. Everyone is different. Everyone has a different way of doing art and painting and the feeling that you put into your art. But for me, the one thing when I looked at your art for the first time, it was the colors. I was like blown away because you use a lot of color.
0: Yes. And I I try to make my art as universal as possible so that um, not only people who are literate uh li- <laughs> L- lit <Literally>. literate <laughs> yeah yeah so not only people who are literate um can in in the arts can understand my art but also people who don't necessarily understand art can feel something th- through my art yeah. um through the colors through the so to feel to feel good energy and i think you can um you You can transmit good energy to to anyone you don't need to um you don't need to be educated in some form to be able to 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 receive and feel good energy around you that's true
1: that's very true. if you had a superpower, what superpower would you have
0: um my superpower uh, I would love to fly. I would love to fly. And recently, I've—I, it's, its really random and funny, but to say this, but um, recently, before well, coronavirus, I started taking the bus a lot, oh. and I, <laughs> and and but um, only to sit in a per- very particular seat. It was the front seat um, on the top, top. on the top of the bus. And so I sort of grew like a weird passion for sitting in that seat on the bus. Um, and, and just to (laughs) people watch. (laughs) So I would, I would take the bus to get inspiration and to watch people and just to watch London and see the views. And because you're so high up and it's like, you're, you're doing a tour of London. Yes. Yeah. So so it's it's perfect for inspiration and you can see everything from from above. And I think when you're walking on the street, you um you, you don't well, it's a completely different perspective and you miss yeah. so much out of what's really around you and so I think if I were to have a superpower it would definitely would be to fly
1: (laughs) if you were to fly to one particular country that you haven't been to because you travel so much what country would you travel to and why would you pick that country to travel to
0: so there are a few places I really want to go to for my art um I've seen many photographs and I've heard many beautiful places of um, of northern India my hometown oh (laughs) yes and um, also Japan her hometown (laughs) well there you go (laughs) and so um so yeah, I mean, I I like to travel to places that have um, very different cultures. Yeah, that's that's unique to that country, and um, and I like to go to a country to to immerse myself in the culture as well. So I don't really. I um I don't think it's the same to travel to a country as a tourist because you don't necessarily feel the especially as an artist you don't you don't necessarily feel the the real
1: is it the real inspiration
0: of the country
1: or the real culture
0: the real yeah the real culture the real beauty yeah. of the country and so um and so, so yeah, I I like when I travel somewhere, I like to uh, immerse myself fully, which would mean staying there for a few weeks, um, and and going preferably with someone that's local, um, because they would take me to, you know, the the very local places, and they would teach teach me about the the local cultures um and um and it's important as an artist as well because you cannot be traveling as a tourist yeah if you're if you're traveling for inspiration you need to be traveling as as an artist which is really immersing yourself fully in the in that environment and so that's why I like to travel to places that are very different culturally
1: yeah well that's perfect do you ever get lonely being an artist
0: um I think at the beginning it was a bit uh it was a bit well I'm trying to think <laughs> do I get lonely <laughs> So at the beginning, it was a bit hard for me to set a routine because, um, I mean, coming from business and completely changing to to being an artist, it had a lot of advantages, but also disadvantages because um, it's a different world, it's a new world um, that you need to learn about, Um and so, being an artist can be can can get very lonely because you are in your own world a lot because you you create in your mind first before creating on the canvas. Yeah. You um, you imagine your next artwork before you create it. You you think of ideas. You I mean you're just very much in your own world a lot a lot of the art i think like 80 around 80 percent of the work is done in the mind before before putting it out on a canvas in a sculpture in, in in film so in whatever art form so you do a lot of thinking so it can get it it is easy to get very lonely And so I think that is why it's so important and it's crucial to set yourself a very good routine. Um, You wake up at a certain hour every day. You can do some meditation in the morning, um, uh, emails in the the morning, and then in the afternoon you paint. And you know, just set set yourself a very good routine, and at a certain hour during the day. you, you have your meetings. So, also setting goals. So, I think, I think you should set weekly goals. That's what I do. So, I set myself weekly, monthly, yearly goals. Um, and by doing that, I have something to work towards too. Yeah. Because being an artist, you just sort of work in your own time yeah. at your own pace. So if you don't set yourself goals for the next week, for the next month, for the next year, you can lose yourself and that can lead you to to become even more lonely and more lost. So, yeah, setting routine, setting goals. Very, very important for me.
1: I love that. That's really cool. How does your artwork teach us about the future?
0: I try to use my art, um, as a voice to families and people I think deserve to be heard, deserve to be seen, um, so I use it as a voice and I try to use my art for a good cause, um, and also, I I try to think outside the box. Yeah. So I try to. Hmm, I'm trying to think how to how to say this in. Um, so I try I try to think outside of the box in the sense that, um, as an artist, you are a creative, so you don't only create. Um, artworks, but you should use your creative mind um, to sell yourself as an artist and to sell your works. And so what I I want to teach um, to the future generation of artists is to help them understand that, that being a creative is not only um, creating, but it's also being creative in how you present yourself how you sell yourself and um for me for example i i follow this rule that i that i that i give myself um which is um for example i um i don't only expose an art gallery so i think very creative.
1: you think very creatively of of how you do things
0: Yes, so I think very creatively of how I do things. So, w- which means I I exhibit by doing collaborations with different brands. Oh, I um I exhibit my art in auctions. I showcase my art in movies. Um, I showcase my art in um, huh. I'm trying to think now because I've done so many different exhibitions um i did collab yeah just collaborations movies and just there's there's just my point is there's so many different ways you can bring bring your art to the world the because i think a lot of artists um base themselves on galleries only and i'm speaking about visual artists um and um that's not selling yourself creatively. Crea- creatively. Creatively. I think I have a problem with this word. <laughs> so every time I say that word, I will say see. And then I'll say it. And then you'll oh, say oh, it. Cool, okay. okay. <laughs> so, That's too funny. So, yes. Um, a lot of artists. Uh, they they base themselves on art galleries when there's so many other ways to sell yourself as an artist and yeah. you and artists should think see creatively. There you go. <laughs> so um, so yeah, that's. I hope that answers the question. Um, that uh, what artists, what my art tries to teach the f- for the, the future f- for the future generation is that. Yeah, I just want I j- I just try to think outside of the box and that's the message I want to transmit. That's the message I want to bring out and um and also to use your art for a good cause as well. So I I really um I really use it for for a good cause and also I like to donate a lot of um m- the money I make in my art back to people because I really believe in 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 giving to receive, so it's really important to give in order to receive. And you do, I, do that. I I really believe that, and um and I try to support artists a lot. And I think um it's very easy as well to be to be selfish yeah. when you when you sell a painting, when you um, in whatever field you work in it's it's very easy to be selfish especially when you're just starting off but um but yes and and I also try to support other artists so I actually invest my the a lot of the money I make in my art I invest in other emerging artists because um the I mean I love emerging artists I think their their talent is so fresh um, so for example, during Freeze Week here in London, um you have all these other satellite fairs and people from I mean collectors and art dealers and everyone from the art world and just people who are enthusiastic about the arts. They come to London to visit Freeze. Um and I think a lot of people forget about all these satellite fairs, the smaller fairs. Um and uh, but for me if during freeze week I don't my my favorite fair wouldn't necessarily be freeze yeah. my favorite fair would be the smaller fairs where all the emerging artists are because in freeze yes you have all these amazing artists that are very well established and you you see these humongous sculptures and these amazing paintings worth millions but the talent of emerging artists is just so so new and so fresh. And it's, it's just, it gives you a different feel. And I really love that. And so I, I just try to, to collect yeah. emerging artists' work. And at the same time, it helps them. There's something that I know you're
1: very passionate about. And it's one of your, well, there's two things I know you're very passionate about, but we'll go on to both. But the first <laughs> one is your painting. I don't know if you've called it Elsa, but I would love for you to tell the listeners about your painting, Elsa.
0: Okay. So um, I painted this, well, actually it's my most recent painting. It's a very large painting. It's it's 150 centimeters high by 100 centimeters width. Um, it's a painting of a little girl from a small village from southern Madagascar called Elsa and she was named after me. My name is Elsa <laughs> and um, just for the listeners who don't who don't know <laughs> so um, uh, my family does help uh a lot of communities in Madagascar. Yeah. And so I uh, when we went to the south of Madagascar there is this this village and uh the father of a little girl so this little girl called Elsa he came up to me and he said well you know I named her Elsa af- after you um for for hope for for hope for a bright future for Elsa and he told me something very touching he said You know, I really believe, I truly believe that she is my hope of getting us out of poverty because I named her Elsa after you. And so um, this painting that I painted of Elsa is actually my most special painting I've ever painted. And I really hope that it's going to find a beautiful home. Yeah. And I decided to, of course give um it's a painting to raise funds uh for Elsa and her whole village uh to secure all of them for a bright future so that's the story behind the painting (laughs) that's a
1: beautiful story how do you feel when you was painting it what was your emotions and your spiritual connection to the actual picture itself
0: just so much joy so much happiness and when you have such a such a deep connection to the subject matter you're painting you paint with even more precision than than what you would usually put in to other paintings so i um for all the liter- listeners listening um i am i paint uh figurative Art. I'm a figurative painter, and so uh, my paintings are very detailed. And a lot of people think actually they're, they're photographs. um So this painting was—I mean, I I put double the effort than I would usually put in other paintings, which is a lot of effort because I already devote a lot, mm. lot of time to the paintings I paint. Um, how long
1: does it take you to paint one particular painting?
0: It takes me on average I would say 4 weeks, but it all depends on how uh, how hard my inspiration has hit me for an artwork I'm about to create. So if if the inspiration is is really really strong, then I will start the painting and I will want to paint continue painting until it's finished. Okay. So I will I will start the painting in the morning and paint throughout the day until until it's around three am and I look at the time and I see that it's three a m and I'm just too tired and I can't keep my eyes clo- my eyes open anymore <laughs> <laughs> so if if the inspiration is is so strong that that's what will happen and i will yeah. and i just i wouldn't i wouldn't even want to go to sleep I would want to just continue painting even though I'm so tired but I just simply can't because my eyes you know I need toothpicks or something <laughs> I know how you
1: oh. feel <laughs> yeah <laughs> uh, what was the first project you ever worked on
0: so my first project I ever worked on my first exhibition yeah. I ever did was not a usual gallery exhibition. It was actually a collaboration oh. with a Swedish bedding company called Heston's. So it's a Swedish uh, luxury bedding company. And um, that happened because uh, so my my mother wanted this... She saw a, a teddy bear they had in the window. <laughs> so she she wanted me to to go in and and get her this small teddy bear yeah. <laughs> for her friend who had just had a newborn. Okay. And so I went into the store and I asked them uh, about the teddy bear. And I got along very well with the, the man who was in that store that day. And so he asked me um, what I was doing in London. And I told him I'm an artist. And because because we got along so well he he said well you know if you're an artist why don't we do a collaboration and so it came it came from that and um and I was so excited because it was my first ever exhibition and so what I did for that collaboration was I used the the whole store it was in their store in South Kensington and I used their whole store as a as an exhibition space I put my art everywhere and i would and as part of the collaboration i would come in um, two days a week to live paint in their in their in in front of the display window so everyone walking by would see an artist painting That's in really the nice. store which was unique yeah. really, you don't see it every day so i think it was very appreciated
1: how did that make you feel doing it live
0: I loved it because <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it was so nice because it was my first exhibition ever, oh, cool. and I'm sitting in a store, in a luxury store, painting, and I see everyone, everyone passing by, taking photos, and uh, taking my card. So I, I created like these little leaflets, and people would come and they would take a leaflet, and and they really people really loved it they loved Mm. the concept because it was very unusual and um i'm actually the one who came up with live painting in the store so then so that goes back to what i was saying before that as an artist you should think creatively
1: creativity (laughs) no creatively
0: (laughs) i can't even say it now (laughs) i think it's contagious (laughs) is
1: it it creatively or is it creatively creatively there you go we got it we got it it. yes
0: (laughs) and so it was so exciting for me and um and yeah I mean I felt I felt famous already (laughs) it makes you feel right it makes you feel it gives you confidence it makes you feel (laughs) that people like your art it makes you feel appreciated and um, and I think it was a great way to get my art there for the first time.
1: Yeah.
0: And um, and it was just a proof that, I mean, starting with such a unique exhibition. So um, start having starting with such a unique exhibition like this. So it's 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 unique because it's not your typical exhibition in an art gallery. It's a collaboration um, with a, with a brand and um starting with that just made me understand from the start mm-hmm. that that there's so many other ways of of showing your art and becoming famous you can be your own um art dealer in a way as an artist um and so instead of contacting only galleries i now contact hotels i contact um uh, different types of industries so my art is coming out in a movie yeah very soon um because well i have a uh, my my neighbor my friend who's in who who's a who's a film producer but um i think also uh it's it's important to be To be very sociable.
1: Yes, I agree.
0: And that's what's really helped me get everywhere. So a lot of people will say, oh, you know, if you want to work in music, in in the arts industry, so if you want to work in music, if you want to work in the film industry, if you want to be an artist, oh, well, you're only going to make it if you have connections. You're only going to make it if you know people. When in reality you are the one who creates the, the connections. connections. So, it's not true when people say you need the connections to get into it. That it's just I think it's an illusion that that's been created yeah. and everyone believes it. So, no one really tries to get out of their comfort zone to to take the risk to be A musician to be an artist to be um, someone creative, yeah. And um, and so being sociable is a is is really the key of of becoming successful in this type of industry. So even if I sit in a cafe, I will make friends with the person sitting right next to me. Yeah. Um, If you, I mean, going into that store that day. I was friendly. and so that's how that's how I got my exhibition. So you have to learn to get along with people, to be kind, yeah, to 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 just be sociable and give out good energy. And when you do that, um, you you will start receiving. So it goes back to what I was saying before that, when you give you receive
1: yes you do you totally do that's how we met yes (laughs) that's how we met so I love that so I know that there's a particular artist that you love their paintings I would love for you to express the paintings that you love and what the painter does and why you love their paintings
0: so there are a few several artists that I really appreciate, and I would love to one day have one of their sculptures or paintings in my house. I mean, not yet because you know they're <laughs> I can, I'm not as famous as that yet oh, to be able to afford the painting, famous. but <laughs> you're famous enough, believe me. <laughs> thank you. but um uh, anyways, the these artists, they, for example, one of them is um, Kim Chang Yewoo. I hope that's how I pronounce the name properly. He's a Korean artist and um, he only p- paints rain droplets. And the reason why he only paints rain droplets is because um, he comes actually from North Korea. And during the war, he walked all the way from North Korea to South Korea, and um, the only thing he remembers was the stormy weathers and the dark skies. And um, he sort of he he paints out of trauma um, as a remedy, I would say, as as a therapy. It's therapeutic in a way for him, and so from his trauma that is that is the reason why he can he he can only paint droplets today until this day and it's it's become so precise now and his the, the I mean the his artworks are just so amazing and um I did discover him in Freeze. Um, wow. yeah <laughs> I discovered him in Freeze and I just I, I was standing in front of that painting thinking wow I hope one day I will own one of his artworks i mean it's just impressive and so i appreciate artists who have strong meaning and strong stories behind their works um also another artist i really love is annie morris she um she's a british sculptor a sculptor and she um she stacks up these sphere balls um the ball shapes a uh, one on top of the uh, one on top of each other and she paints them in very bright matte colors it's absolutely gorgeous and the, uh, i mean if you're if you're a viewer um you would you would you wouldn't really know what they what it represents but if you know her story. Um, it's actually because she she had a miscarriage and so um, ever since that she she sort of creates this as a therapy um, to the trauma she's lived Um, so again it's just I appreciate a lot of artists that uh, that create art that has meaning like like this yes
1: one thing i've noticed with a lot of things that you've said it seems to me that art is a form of therapy to help people heal do you think that's true
0: yes and actually now there's this new trend of art therapy oh i didn't even know that i yes. just said it I <laughs> Yes, so there are art oh. therapists. You can you can even do a masters in art therapy now. So it's it's actually becoming a real trend and I think it's because um they've they've discovered this over the years that art is a therapy and even artists use it as a therapy. So not only individuals oh. um, <laughs> So not only
1: How <laughs> <laughs> voice is going guys.
0: <laughs> so not only not only individuals uh buy buy color books to to for for therapeutic reasons but even artists themselves they use art as a therapy to to trauma that they've lived um so art art is definitely a therapy yes and i think even for me it's therapeutic i think for everyone it's therapeutic um any passion Any type of passion is therapeutic, I think.
1: Most definitely. I have a really random question for you. Okay. (laughs) And I'm going to make sure I read it properly. If I could ask you to close your eyes and describe one of your most favorite artworks from memory, why did you remember what you remembered from the picture? And why did you forget what you forgot about the picture? So if I asked you to close your eyes for a second. Okay. So this is like therapy, okay? Yeah. So she's closing her eyes, guys. (laughs)
0: This is a therapy session. This is is a therapy (laughs) session. So she's closing her eyes. Yes. And
1: you are going to describe one of your most favorite paintings. Mm. Go for it.
0: Well, I'm just, (laughs) I'm a bit lost now because actually I love so many artworks. So it's just, let me think which one is my favorite. Which one pops into your head first? I've had around four pop up Whoa. at the same time. <laughs> four different paintings have just popped up in my head. So I'm just trying to pick now which one of the four.
1: <laughs> okay.
0: Also, I'm thinking if I... because So obviously one of the four is my painting. <laughs> is my painting. So I'm just thinking if I should give the chance... <laughs> <laughs> to another artist Or if I should pick mine <laughs> Okay, okay
1: Let, Let's go with your one Let's go with yours okay? Let's go with mine So okay. out of the four We've picked your one Yes Describe that painting
0: Okay So this painting Is um, It's actually So this one is the Is one of So my eyes are still closed Yeah, they are They're still closed <laughs> <laughs> So <laughs> um It's actually one of my latest paintings that I created. But my favorite—can I change the artwork? You can change so it. mine. So I'm picking another one of mine now. She's
1: got so many. She's just going. I have her- so
0: many. She's going through a catalog, and I <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the problem with me is I just I love art so much, and so I just I can't pick just one. Okay, so the my favorite one that I've ever painted, I know which one it is. My it's also my mother's favorite painting because she says it's incredible. Um, she says it it looks like a photograph, and I I put two months' work in that one actually. Wow. Yeah, so it's a painting of how how many kids were in that painting. One, two, three, four. So there are four faces. I paint in so much detail. So that painting took me ages. Um, It's a painting I donated for a charity auction in Switzerland. Um, The funds went to, to the... So the the funds <laughs> went to uh, the cause they were supporting that evening, um, and it is a painting of four little kids from Madagascar. It's so it it's just so well painted. I I really do believe it is it is really photographic that painting and i love it so much because the eyes of the kids in that painting just came out so well they're so shiny and you can really it makes you feel the their energy it makes you feel their 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 purity and their innocence and so that is why um that is my favorite painting also because i mean there are four faces in that painting that took it's just it took me so long and painting one one figure it it, painting one figure demands so much time and effort that painting i mean painting four figures is just it's 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 another level
1: being, able to, yeah, being able to do that in detail. To
0: do that in detail, and um, I think a lot of people as well, uh, my mom, my my close friends, they they all thought it was a photograph that I stuck on the canvas. So um, so yeah, that that was my favorite painting I've ever painted. Um, my my but. It has a tie with another painting that I painted from of a little girl from Madagascar, um, and it it was just so beautiful that painting. I loved it. I mean, I can't I can't really describe in words why they're my favorite paintings. It's it just it's difficult for me to explain because um, I think it's just it, it's the connection inside. Yeah. That I have, it's a feeling inside that you have when you when you see something and you you love it. It's something that can't be described in words, really. So it's difficult to describe why it is my favorite, but um, yeah, I mean it's it's the same feeling as if you you see as if anyone sees an artwork and just absolutely falls in love with it it's it's that feeling that's true and um and yeah apart from, so that <laughs> that's my my paintings so now i'm gonna tell you um my favorite painting that's not my painting (laughs) so um the one of my favorite paintings so as I was saying Annie Morris um her sculptures I just absolutely love her sculptures I'd love to have one of her sculptures hopefully in a few years I'll, I'll buy one um but as for now um as for now um there's There's just so many artists I love. There's really so many artists I love.
1: I think because you're so passionate about what you do, I think you find the beauty within a lot of people when it comes to art. And it's really hard for you to choose just one.
0: Yes, that's, even for me, I mean, I don't, I don't love my paintings more than other people's paintings. I, I really don't. I actually, I love them all equally. So it's so difficult for me to say, like, what is your one favorite artwork? There's, there's no one favorite artwork. For me, it's as if I, I, it's as if I, I were asked, like, okay, imagine I had 15 kids and who's your favorite child like I don't be, oh, yeah,
1: okay I get <laughs> so it so I don't I yeah. don't
0: have a favorite child <laughs> I, I love all my children <laughs> so it's the same it's the same
1: <laughs> oh, that's a that's a good way of actually putting it into perspective
0: yeah it's just so difficult I would
1: not be able to choose my I, I always say you should never have a favorite child
0: yes never
1: because all the rest of the children will feel abandoned.
0: Yes. And I tried asking my mom several times this. <laughs> child.
1: What did mommy say? It
0: was a trap, yes. Because I have one brother, so we're two. And I always ask her, hmm, who's your favorite child? But no, she she never failed the test. <laughs> <laughs> so she loves us both equally.
1: Aww. <laughs> I, can, nah, I can see that actually. Oh, that, that makes perfect sense. What is the hardest challenge you have ever had to face being an artist?
0: Hmm. That's a very good question. I think the hardest challenge being an artist is facing rejection.
1: Rejection.
0: Mhm. I mean, when you're an artist, you have to be ready and prepared for rejection because you're not going to be accepted in art galleries and you're going to receive a lot of rejection so whenever so firstly as an artist you i think a lot of artists just sort of sit back and i mean new artists right so um they they sort of sit back and they're very creative but they they forget sometimes it's easy to forget and even for me at the beginning it was easy to forget that i actually i should be the one that gets out and and gives out leaflets and uh, contacts people and i should be my own manager so i'm not only my own artist but i'm also my own manager and and i think that a lot of artists forget that and being your own manager well contacting all these places asking if they're interested in your art um you will receive a lot of rejection, but out of those 10 rejections, there will be one that loves your art and that believes in you and 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 that will um love to take you in. So I think that you should be open to rejection and and you shouldn't take that neg- negative
1: negativity
0: negatively.
1: Oh, okay, you corrected me. Hey. <laughs> okay.
0: Negatively. So 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 yeah, so I think that was the that that's a big challenge, I think, for all of us artists. And it's a challenge I took on, on myself from the very start. It's a it's it's one that I've learned from the start that um, I mean art is so subjective. Um, not everyone's going to like what you do. Yes. And so, so y- you need to know that from the start. Being an artist, you need to n- know that and understand that. You cannot just say that you you know that, but then not be able to accept that. You need to be able to accept that. And the sooner you're able to accept that, the sooner you'll be able to, to grow more as an artist and be successful only when you learn to accept rejection will you be able to to be more receptive to be more receptive yes and so so for me rejection is is just i I don't even pay attention to it anymore you sound like me (laughs) yes (laughs) it's good yeah i mean i i really don't i don't pay attention to it anymore if someone rejects me actually it does the opposite and motivates me yeah because i seek for the next person to accept me yeah much quicker and when it, i receive rejection i
1: don't know if it's like a karma where if someone rejects you it's automatically where somebody else will come and get you and that would be twice as good yes or better
0: Yes, actually there is um, a saying in French that my mother always says, but th- this doesn't actually have to do with art.
1: <laughs> okay, no, go for
0: it. So my, my mother, she tells me, so whenever I, I break up uh, with my boyfriend, <laughs> <laughs> so it has to do with love. Ah. So whenever, whenever I have a breakup, she always says, don't worry, um, one lost mm-hmm. ten found say in French dix de perdu no wait <laughs> you don't lose ten <laughs> you lose one un de perdu dix de retrouver. which means um, you lose one and you're gonna find ten okay. so it's the same with art uh, and it's the same with everything if you lose in one thing if you lose once, you practice and then you get better, and then and then you win ten. And it's I mean it's the same. It's 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 the same in the arts.
1: Yeah, most definitely it definitely is. If you had an unlimited amount of money, what do you mean
0: you wish? <laughs> Because I buy so much art, you have no idea. I, I
1: remember this. So <laughs>
0: like I, my dream museum yes. house.
1: Remember, I said I'm coming. Okay. Yes. Right. <laughs> I want. I want my room that you put me in to have the <laughs> biggest painting.
0: It. It's like oh, you can have ten paintings in, like, your house, in your house and your room.
1: It's <laughs> I'm coming for your art. That's fine. <laughs> so, if you had. An unlimited amount of money, meaning that if you had money and no matter how much you spent, you earned ten times more back. What would you do to change the world within art?
0: So, actually, when um when I heard the first part of your phrase, mm. the first thing that came to my mind. Is the dream I've had for a while, and that I I love to do, and I will do. Good. I'm glad you said I will. Do. <laughs> I will do is uh, to create. I mean, this this is my dream, really. It's to create in Madagascar uh, an an eco village to help communities that really need it and find jobs for them and educate them and just build a, a huge village community that will not only help the environment but most importantly the main cause and that's to help the people of Madagascar so if i had an it, the if i was the richest person in the world today like i would i would really do that i would i would give back to the community, so in, in with art as well, it's the same thing. Um, if I had all the money in the world today, I would, um, I would help artists. I would also give the opportunity to to people and the privilege to people who don't necessarily. Um, have the means to be an artist and to, to, for, to give them the chance to possibly discover a passion and a talent in the arts and to help them. Mm-hmm. I would love to patron, in other words, a lot of artists from, from Madagascar and from Africa and from, from developing countries. Um, yeah, I would, I would help, I would help, uh, people who, who, who I, I believe I would help people of whom, uh, is this right English of whom I believe their messages? No, that's not right. English of whom you believe they're in their messages deeply. How do I say that correctly? I would help people of whom their messages I believe in deeply. Is that right, English? No, that's not. I understand where you're going with it. Yeah. I would help people that I believe in their messages, but that's not so right you English. You would How's you
1: would help people who you believe are telling the truth within themselves and have a vision to do something better for themselves. I think that's what you're trying to say. Yes. Yeah, that sounds like it. Because you are very much that type of person who helps people. So you are looking... Basically what you're doing is you are... You're feeling their energy and you are feeling their emotions of where they want to be. And you feel also their pain of where they want to be. And because they have such a passion of wanting to do goodness for themselves you want to be that door that they can walk through and say i will help you
0: yes exactly you've phrased it perfectly I, that's really what i i would love to do i mean i i i truly truly believe i mean for me that the satisfaction i get in giving the opportunity to someone that they that they wouldn't necessarily have otherwise, yeah it's just the satisfaction is so much greater than if I were um, selfish and if I would keep um, that sort of amount of money just for my own you would self. be you would be quite
1: lonely to have all that money and not want to help people
0: yes, I really believe in it, and I think that's that's why that that causes um people to be unhappy I mean you're depression yeah depression and and unhappiness just in general yeah I think helping people is very important
1: I know you're very passionate about helping people so this is a question that I know you will answer very passionately (laughs) okay okay so I always ask people regardless of what profession they're in to help give advice to people about for instance, motivating themselves or because I remember I was having a conversation before about understanding the art business better. I know that you would be a very good person to tell them about the passionate side of business and what to do within the art world and business because they don't teach you that in university. They teach you how to paint, like you said. They teach you how to be a professional painter, but you have an advantage i feel like you have an advantage and the reason why i say this is because you are self-taught i always believe like when i for instance an example when i first started playing the piano okay i was self-taught i couldn't afford to have a teacher yeah but but doing that made me more creative in how i play yeah so for you i feel it's the same yeah my legs are hurting too (laughs) for you i feel (laughs) for you i feel it's the same so what advice would you give the listeners who are listening who love art like you do about the business side of art what would you say to them
0: as you said the, the the problem i see today is that if you're in in institutions when you're doing a bachelor's of fine art i mean yes you i know the title says a bachelor's of fine art so you're there to educate yourself on fine art but um the the problem is they don't give you the opportunity to actually learn the business side of art so you come out having done a bachelor's in fine art so basically now you're a professional artist but you don't know how to sell yourself as an artist um you don't know the 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 art market you don't you're you're not aware of what really happens in the art world and um and uh, i mean today we are actually very lucky to be living in a world where you have the internet. I mean, honestly, it's such a blessing because um, you can find all types of information on the internet now. Um, So in reality, I think that all the resources in becoming a successful artist is actually out there now. You just need to be able to use those resources and find them. So you should google um how to become a successful artist. You should google and buy books or find free books, free information on on the art market. And I think you should before entering any type of market, you should study that market first, especially if you're going to be self-employed and you're entering it on your own, you should be aware of of the market you're entering so um make yourself aware by using all the different free information which is found on museum websites um art website i mean anywhere on the internet youtube um so all the resources are out there also me i am actually very lucky to be living in london Mm -hmm. so Uh, the uk is actually home to the second biggest art market in the world um the first being the united states so living in in london in the uk um to all the artists who are living here you should really use that to your advantage i mean you're living in the in in one of the biggest art markets in the world you're in the middle of that so you use that to your advantage there's so many art openings and art events that's happening every single day but artists don't go to these art events but they're free so they really should and um and so what i do is i go on for example artsy um, and you can find so much free information on there. So you can see um, they they put up all of the upcoming art openings. And so I go I go there and I go on my own. That's that's a very important uh, thing to remember. You I really recommend you to go on your own because if you take a friend with you, then you're not gonna be um, willing to to communicate and and meet new people and new and new individuals so i recommend you to go on your own because then you are forced to meet people and that will um that will take you out of your comfort box and you you will that will be the starting point for you to to create that network that you need in the art world and actually the art world is actually smaller than you think yes so if you if you start going to all the art events regularly you will start recognizing the faces and so not only will you start recognizing the faces but they will start recognizing your face and that's that's very important. You want to be seen, and you want to be seen at these big events and these important gallery openings. And you have access to them for free. All you need to do is sign up via email. So, um, so yeah, take that to your advantage. Also, there are so many art prizes that you can um, you can apply for. You can send in your art to to a photograph of your art to win different types of art prizes. Um, also, um, you can contact. So, as I said, think creative and create creatively. Hmm, creatively, there you there go. We go. <laughs> <laughs> and so you have to really think creatively off your canvas too. Um, sell yourself in a creative way. So don't only. Base your future as an artist on art dealers and art gallerists. You can become famous by contacting magazines, contacting um, uh, consultancy agencies, contacting restaurants, contacting... I mean, the list is endless. You can contact so many different... Places and people and companies asking if they need art, if they want to collaborate with you. I mean, the list is just endless of ideas on how you can get your art out there to the world, and and so just think create creatively.
1: You got it, girl. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, my yeah. My final question for you. Is where can we find you On all your social medias
0: So I use Instagram uh, My Instagram is Elsa Loves Paint mm-hmm. Very easy to remember um, And I also have a website It's ElsaAkisson.org But the easiest way To contact me is Via my Instagram And I'd love to um, receive your messages. If you have any questions, um, if, you, if you'd like some advice, um, you're more than welcome to send me a little message. I'd love to help you out. And I can, I can tell, you, tell you more about my story if you'd like on how I've, I've come to this stage today.
1: Elsa, I want to thank you so much for coming on the Yes People podcast. You have been most probably one of the most humble and kindest guests i've had on the show
0: oh thank you so much it was such an honor and a pleasure to meet you and i really hope um we we get to meet soon yeah again (laughs) see elsa's
1: elsa's flying away so we managed to get her to come and do the podcast with us which is beautiful because she's flying away well by the time you guys listen to this she's mostly in another beautiful country but Tomorrow she's flying away. Today is uh, Thursday. Today's Thursday. And tomorrow's Friday and she's flying away. So I hope on her travels back, we'll get her to come back and do another podcast yeah
0: thank you so much oh, <laughs> I, i'll be a professional podcaster oh. by then you have done fine you're so fine,
1: fine. <laughs> guys i want to thank you so much for listening to the us people podcast please remember you can subscribe to itunes google play and any other platform that you prefer to listen to please also follow us on facebook instagram and twitter and you can also donate to the us people podcast via Savio Rock's website or simply go into paypal.me forward slash askpeoplepodcast. Thank you for listening, stay happy, stay positive and please continue to be kind to one another.